Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If, then, you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Here ends the reading. So much has been written and preached about this passage. This is a resurrection passage in which the disciples hear from the resurrected Christ before his ascension. The final verses of this passage give us what is often called the Great Commission. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. This direction, the final words from Jesus, have been the bedrock of Christian evangelism for millennia. Evangelism is critically important, and something on which most Episcopal churches don't focus much attention. I hope we can be different at St. Michael. I hope that we can begin to emphasize bringing people to a life of faith into the church who are not yet a part of the church. But to do that, we need to embrace what is so fundamental to our identity as followers of Jesus, and it's just before the words of that great commission. You see, when Jesus rises from the dead, he meets his followers on the mountain. These followers are likely those who are totally invested, like the disciples. But these followers are also likely those who heard about Jesus and find his story compelling and attractive. In other words, they would be described as seekers in today's language. They are people who likely believe that God is real, and perhaps they've heard enough about Jesus to think he's worth investigating, but they're not fully committed. At the beginning of today's reading, we hear that the eleven disciples have come with Jesus, but they are certainly not alone. There were people there to hear Jesus' words, and Matthew writes, When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. They worshipped Jesus, and yes, some doubted. That last part, and some doubted, is a powerful note. Now remember that Matthew is writing this story a few decades after Jesus' resurrection, so his words are chosen carefully. If he included the phrase, and some doubted, then that's an important idea for him. And I think it's important for us, too. You see, today, there are plenty of people who are interested in God and especially interested in the message of Jesus. Jesus brought hope and healing into the world. Jesus brought the incredible power of God's never-failing love into the world. And when people today hear of Jesus' message, I believe that God stirs their hearts and encourages their spirit to seek him out. That desire can lead people to inquire about our faith when we run into them in the office or sit with them at coffee or hug them when they're sad and perhaps lead them through the doors of churches like ours. And when God's stirring has nudged them enough to begin to seek, our faithfulness can be ready to receive them. Our world is ripe 
ripe for a renewal of Jesus' gospel message that can powerfully transform our social order. Yes, that is definitely the case, but the renewal starts with us. We have inherited the greatest story ever told, and we are called to be the storytellers. Being a storyteller is a big responsibility, and being a storyteller is an incredible opportunity. Today, I want you to consider the way your life intersects with God's story and how you might be able to share that story with those around you. Now, it might feel strange to talk about your faith outside the walls of the church building, but I promise you, you can. And when you do, you will plant beautiful seeds that will grow with God's help. The world needs us. The world needs you. I pray that we all have the strength and courage to tell God's story now and every day. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.